a worm off. Only in Memphis Wrestling. Yes, Scotty Too Hotty is in the house today, so we will have a bit of worm action later on. First, though, this did feel a bit like uh, not a reset, but a new arc. Although there were some things that um, came from from previous weeks. But having seen Memphis Wrestling Saturday Night, which is like a, as I said, is like a an alternate dimension of Memphis Wrestling. It just adds extra source to it, which is really good because they are two very different programs. So what do we get this week, you ask? I do hear you ask that. Hang on a minute. What do we get this week? Yes, I heard you say that. We've got Brett. Every rose has a stone. Michaels doesn't like Mike Anthony. No, well, I mean, not a lot of people do. He's not really a very sort of collegiate um, person, really. There's a, there's a word in English. It's if you're clubbable. That doesn't mean to say people want to smack you with clubs. It means that you're in lots of clubs and you're sort of um, a very convivial person. I, I wouldn't use that word with Mike Anthony. No, and um, he calls Mike Anthony out right now. Mike Anthony comes out, teasers cashing in, doesn't. Because why? It is his call, and that is quite right. You know, remember, I'll say, I'll say it before, and I'll say it again, he was the number one contender before Brett said, I want a shot, got the shot, and won the title. Yet, yeah, don't forget that. So he does feel hard done by. Perhaps people are thinking, just drop that hard done by thing a bit now. It's been a few months, but he is right, and he can um, cash in whenever he wants to, which will be next week. So what he's going to do, I suppose, I don't know, I'm not a strategist in this way, is watch the match between Brett and Swole and then cash in when they're tired. Yes, that's what he, that's what I would do anyway. Now we have DJ Brown and Ryan Rembrandt. DJ Brown's returning, Ryan Rembrandt. This cup match could have been five minutes longer than it was. There was a lovely sweet brown neck breaker and a blockbuster for the pin, but they didn't get the chance to do enough, I don't think, and they can do a lot more. Now, Skyler is no longer there. We don't know why, but the way they're running with it is that Diana Taylor used to be dangerous, but now she's dirty. And at the Memphis Wrestling Saturday Night Show, she's part of a new faction with Van Viscius, um, which is called the Hollywood Clique. Jimmy Blaylock's new faction. Not mentioned here, though. Nikki comes out, Nikki Lane, she's smoking hot, and um, calls out Diana, because last week she wouldn't answer her calls, would, would Diana? She calls her dirty and dangerous. I think those both of those things apply. She's wearing sunglasses, so clearly got a bit of attitude. Wearing sunglasses indoors, <gasps> you Hollywood person. She just leaves, which is great, actually, but there's no mention of that Hollywood clique. Almost as if those two shows are totally different. Yes. Now, celebration. The Skibberhorns and Mikey are funny again. Last week we had Evil Uno saying Memphis Wrestling was terrible. And uh, he had one person that he was looking at to join the Dark Order. And Brad wants to join. Because as he says later, got promised an action figure. But Mikey says, why can't they join us and become the Light Order? But I'm not frightened of the dark. They're actually really quite quite fun and I miss that I'm glad it's back and then Brad will be fighting Carlos Alexander Rios so I think we know the outcome of this Carlos doesn't usually win they're in the crowd with Mikey so they are they are being chanted and they're now fully face they're called winner horns 
years. And um, this match is okay. Uh, Mikey's on commentary, so he's, that's all right as well. You've got some skimmer horn punches, Rios, big chops. Nice front suplex from Carlos, which is tough, actually. And then they talk about Top's barbecue nachos. But they're nice. There's a little banner on the screen for them, because, of course, they serve them at the Wrestle Centre, and they're very popular. Then you've got a meteor, I suppose, all running knees into the corner from Brad. That They brook no objection at all. That's tough. And then he counters a suplex for a roll-up for the pin. It was all right. It was good wrestling entertainment. It keeps the Skimmerhorns going. And it's the first time since they won the trio's title, of course, that they have um, been fully face. And then we get Jet's Pizza, which is the pizza of Memphis wrestling. Oh, yes. I'll have uh, anchovies on mine because I do like that hairy fish. Very good. And then back to Brad. On Mikey's shoulders, they have a chat. Brad Winnerhorn, etc., etc. Brad wants to join the Dark Order. Dustin, this interview is going nowhere. Not in, not in a nasty way, but because they're just too excitable. So they have to move. To Big Swole, being very honest in his discussion about his Heritage title match next week. With, uh, with Brett, every rose has its thorn. Michaels saying that um, he got distracted by the posse during the Grind City Rumble. He had a a concussion during his number one contenders match with Mike Anthony. I didn't know that. It's nice and gentle. And, you know, said that next week it will be us two in the ring and there will be no excuses. It's nice and it works really well. It just adds some gravitas to that match. And they don't half do this well, you know, Memphis Wrestling. Talking of gravitas, there's none with Scotty Too Hotty, but they love him. He comes out and tells people that he left high school in 93 and went straight to Memphis Wrestling. Old school, as he calls it. No, no, says Dustin. Classic. And that's great. Scotty wants a worm off. I mean, this could be very interesting. Country Rock come out because they want to, to be involved in the worm off. But Big Jack and Bruce who want their money or a beating or both are such party poopers. Yes. And then we've got Country Rock and Big Jack and Bruce having a fight. It's a really good match, this. Not because of high spots or anything like that, but because Big Jack punches Chris Hayes, then really attacks his arm, rolls it up, manipulates it, pulls him to the mat with it. Then you've got an advert with um, Mads Kruger coming. Now, he can do a lot, and he can say a lot, but I can't understand any of it because of the mask But we have got K. Tuma versus Brett. That'll be a good match, won't it? And if you need a trusted roofer, call Anthony at Southern. Yeah, not pro shingle, Southern. And we get back, they're still working on the arm. Carter Matthews gets a hot tag, gets some punches in, but Jack just unloads a discus punch to him and puts him straight down to the, the mat. Then gets some mounted punches, which look really brutal. Picks up a chair. Yes, a chair. So Jack brings the chair, but Scotty too hotty. He wants to take that chair back, of course. He doesn't want any kerfuffle in that ring involving those kind of objects. And he waits, which is great, actually. He waits for Jack to turn round, and it seems quite a long time, but he just invests it with a bit of work, and Jack turns round, squares up, distraction, Carter Matthews rolls him up, and it's a surprise pin for Country Rock, but this is not over. No, tell you what else is not over, the worm off, yes. <clears throat> well, actually, it's quite fun. So Country Rock wants to do the worm. Um, we're not sure whether they'll be able to do it. It is a specific set of skills, and it's quite physical, I must say. Carter can do it, but he kind of, he kind of, um, 
He's not sinuous with it. He kind of pushes up too much. There's too much air in it. Chris Hayes has a go. He's much better. And then, of course, they want Scotty to show us his worm. Don't get excited now. It's actually the move on the... In the yeah, that's right. And the crowd are on their feet. Loving it. So um, he does that. And uh, the crowd are delighted. And that's the end of Memphis Wrestling for this week. It's great. Smooth. Feels bright compared to the... Um, the Saturday night show, it's different, it's got a different atmosphere. I really appreciate the artistry actually, having seen both of those. I mean, I knew it was good anyway, but I really appreciate the way they're working on this. You've got some new angles with the women's title in such flux and DDT and all of that. You've got the face turn of the skimmer horns, and they're just teasing the uh, Mike Anthony getting involved in the Heritage title match next week. It's just beautifully done. And you've got your big guest who dominates things, but that's quite right. But the guest doesn't always dominate. And that's the beauty of the work that Dustin and Maria and the rest of the team put in to make sure that they keep pulling those levers to either get it, to have it boiling or simmering. Beautiful work. There's an artistry in it, and they've got it down to a fine art history. Yeah, anyway, I like it. Ta-ta. Thank you.